0: Talking with Topher is sponsored by slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com Put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R before you check out to get 10% off your purchase More on that later Let's get into episode 145 happening TWT fans? It is so good to be back on this January 12th, 2023, and I'm so excited to have you all here with me. Um, before I get into anything today, let me start off by saying thank you. Thank you to all my subscribers. I appreciate you all so much. You are what keeps me coming back here week after week. So go ahead and spread the word. Share, rate, and review the podcast. And always give a thumbs up for the videos. Um, I greatly appreciate it. If you are new or maybe just stopping by and just checking out the podcast for the first time click that subscribe button. That's right. It's the one thing I'm asking everybody to do. It's absolutely free for you to do. So go ahead and be doing that. Um, And of course, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-N with tofer at gmail.com. That's talkingwithtofer at gmail.com. If you have a story or you want to be a guest, go ahead and send a typed out a video or an audio uh, link to, T-A-L-K-I-N with Wittofer at gmail.com. All right, so go ahead and be doing that. And then, of course, if you want to follow me, I'm everywhere. That's right. Um, you just click this link tree link. Super simple to do. It's going to give you access to everything TWT and access to all of me. So go ahead and click that link. Go follow, subscribe. I greatly appreciate it. And now with all that out of the way, let's get into today's episode. Um, I have got a lot going on right now, and um what i what i what I was reflecting on on myself was um you know my nephews this this couple of them uh one turned sixteen, one turned fifteen, and there's some people that I work with now that are sixteen seventeen um and you know I had to really uh, <laughs> i was I was reflecting on the simple fact that I couldn't understand the way they were acting, right? Um, I believe my 16 year old nephew uh, has got an amazing head on his shoulders. so where he is at sixteen is nowhere near where I was when I was sixteen. And then you know, the way that the 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 younger uh, people were talking at work. I was, I had to, I was like, oh my God, um, you know, it, just what's important and uh, all the priorities that they have, I was like, I had to think about how I was when I was that age. And then I have a 15 year old nephew that is just, well, exactly where I was when I was his age. <laughs> I mean, almost to a T, it's actually scary. And I was thinking about all this because I'm like, I, I want to help him, right? You know, I want to be able to tell him that he's being stupid and he should stop it. Um, kind of like uh, some of the things that I heard, um, you know, at work. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Teenagers are going to be teenagers. I had to really reflect on how I was when I was their age. Um... It was difficult. I never, you kind of forget. And I think that's the difference between, you know, um, obviously being a teenager and being in your 40s. But I was like, oh, uh, why are they being like this? Why are they talking like this? Why why are they so worried about stupid things? And they're not. The, The person being stupid was me. The reason I'm saying I was being stupid is because I'm not, I wasn't, okay, obviously I reflected on things, thought about them, and now I've chosen this path to go on, which is why I'm talking about it, but I had to actually, like, dig deep and be like, what was it like for me when I was 17? What was I doing when I was 15? What was, what were my priorities? And I realized, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, it was all stupid shit. I was getting high. I was uh looking for alcohol. I was I uh, was getting in trouble. I was driving dirt bikes where I shouldn't be. Um I was I was just doing all kinds of stupid stupid shit. And I had to really think about what they were saying or what he is doing and be like, "Oh, yeah, that's pretty much exactly where I was." And you know, I heard somebody say something about Uh, you know, dealing with like a seven-year-old and how they had to kind of reflect on themselves as a seven-year-old and remember that that's what it was like. You know, you're always trying to be a better person. You're always trying to learn more. You're always trying to better yourself, right? At least for me, I am. And I've noticed that things are getting better, but I tend to forget how bad they were. I tend to forget where I came from sometimes. And I don't think we do this on purpose. You know, and I'm not saying like you know, uh everybody is like this, right? I just said one of my nephews is 16 and he's I mean, I I'm not even on the same if 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 I if I was to take my 16-year-old self and put it next to him, we're not even on the same playing field. We're not even in the same ball game, right? Yeah, I mean, he's just a different animal. He's got a different mindset, and he's just very driven. And I think his brother and his sister are going to be the same, which is incredible. I I do sometimes wish that I could have been like that when I was sixteen, you know. But I wasn't, so I'm right here. Um, but yeah, just thinking of this, um, and 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 talking. Uh, with these employees and stuff, it just made me realize that I had forgotten what it was like to be a teenager. And I was trying to almost tell them not to be a teenager, which I think is where I have no kids. I have no idea. I'm just going off of what I felt. And what I felt was is this is what happens to parents a lot because you're in your 30s, you're in your 40s. Um, you have teenagers, right? Male, female, whatever, pan, trans. I don't know these days. I mean, you could be anything you want, you can be a dog, you can be a snail. So, even that in itself is confusing, I think, for parents today. Um, but it's not the end of the world, you'll figure it out as you go along. But I couldn't, I had to literally stop myself and reflect, and it was pretty it was pretty cool because i got to journal it a little bit um and and really realize hey this is exactly how you were when you were a teenager so you need to almost put yourself in their shoes and and remember what it was like for you right so that was that was eye opening uh for me um this week and it was just something i really needed to remember So as we're growing older, and as we're doing better, and as we're finding ourselves, um, we do have to remember where we came from, how we got here, and um, don't compare the 40-year-old to the 20-year-old, right? Because it's totally different. It's totally different. So I, I just, I don't know. It was just something that was in my brain, and I was like, oh my God. I didn't I couldn't even remember half of the stuff I was doing when I was seven, because when that came up, that's that's where it all started. And then, you know, conversations at work and talking to, um, you know, uh, uh, my wife's brother and stuff like that. I was like, holy crap, I got to do a lot of reflecting on my younger self. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it now my priorities were all wrong. My, my, the things that I wanted were shiny and exciting to me and they would impress people, right? Always something to show somebody. Um, but they really don't mean anything in the longevity of your life. They're gonna be uh, useless over time or they lose their shine or, or it just didn't matter. It was just a waste of money. Um, but it's important to them in that moment right now, you know, because they're living their teenage years and it's very important. This is how you develop. This is how you find yourself. And I, I know that, um, you know, the nephew that is doing pretty much the stupid shit that I was doing when his, when I was his age. And it's like, I just want to tell him that everything that you're doing is going to lead to this. And I mean, we all kind of have, right? We all kind of have, and it's in one ear and out the other. That's exactly what I was. My parents were telling me and telling me and telling me, and it just went in one ear and out the other because at the end of the day, I'm going to figure it out for myself, and that's where he is, and he's going to figure it out for himself, and, you know, unfortunately, that, that, that could lead him down a bad road, but you know what? that's going to help develop him as an adult. So, I mean, you got to, you kind of, it's just how it is. It's just how it is. And I'm trying to not stay on certain things for too long. But hey, if you're dealing with this yourself, you have a teenager or you're working with teenagers, um, just remember what it was like to be a teenager. And I think that's going to help you better uh, deal with those situations. This is what I'm finding out for myself right now. Um... Let's see. As for uh, work and bouncing stuff off, I do have to say that, you know, whenever I uh, run into an issue um, right now, it's been really nice to be able to bounce um, the issues that I'm having um, off of everybody. And, you know, uh, I wasn't capable of doing this before, and it's helped with my developing of um, being able to do and take on my role Um, that I was hired for and I'm just, uh, trying to, I'm trying to cram in so much and I just got more responsibility dumped on me, which is perfect. It's fine. I get it. This is what they're expecting of me. This is what they're paying me for. I'm not complaining at all. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a little overwhelming. And if I did not have others to talk to, and and uh, like I'm letting it out here a little bit, but it was really being able to discuss it with multiple people, ask the questions that I needed to ask, discuss what was presented to me, and then get to hear how other people dealt with this when they were in this position. And it wasn't for this company, but they were in this position already. And I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Because I have to tell you, if if I couldn't have done this, it would have been so much worse. Like, I'm telling you, so much worse. Um, you know, when I ran into issues at the vape shop, that was it. I mean, I could make a phone call or I could wait till Thursday. Um, but realistically it was it was always just me in my head dealing with it and what i've realized is is that this is where i was supposed to be this is this is the environment i was made for um and i didn't re- i didn't know that before i had to i guess go through everything i went through to figure out that this is where i needed to be this is this is the person that I am, and even though I have complained about not having enough time or, or not being able to get as many things done or maybe not be able to record a podcast for as long as I would like to, this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm go, 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 go. Now, I'm, like I've said, I work, I work five days a week now. I get my two days off. We are cramming everything we used to do in three days off into two days off, plus work, plus working extra. That's right. I still have to work extra. I'm going in this Wednesday. I have to miss jujitsu this week, you know? And I used to have to miss jujitsu for the vape gallery as well. That is nothing new to me. If I, if I get plenty of time, then I can rearrange stuff and make that work. I have no problem doing that. I, I married a company. You know, every company I get in with, I want to be in management. When you get in management, you have to understand that you are no longer just an employee. You are, you're married to that company. You are their bitch, is the easiest way I can put it, in layman's terms. Basically, they ask you to jump, you say how high. That's what you've signed on for, right? You're not just a mouth breather that gets to come in, do the norm, and leave and do and 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 repeat rinse and repeat it's going to be different all the time you're going to be dealt with different scenarios every day because there's always different people coming in and out you don't have the same people on the same days so it's always this chaotic thing if you made a plan for tuesday and now you show up tuesday and that plan gets blown up the one thing i was always taught was that you don't make plans you just don't you can plan for the day but don't think that those plans are ever going to uh, uh, come to fruition. So being in a management role is where I've always liked being, um, me personally, I've always, uh, enjoyed management's company more than employee, uh, uh, company. And this goes for anybody trying to come up in a company, any company, my number one rule. And I say this to my wife all the time, you're not there to make friends. You're not there to, to, to mingle. You're there to work. You're there to make a paycheck. You have to always remember that because if you're there and you're trying to make friends at any moment in time, those friends will flip on you for the stupidest things. Um, so you have to be aware of that. And if you are somebody trying to make it or go up that ladder and you're making friends, when you finally have been given the opportunity to become management, they will have no respect for you. They will not listen to you. And in actuality, you're making your job harder. Um, It just is. It's the way it is. So the best thing for you to do, and what I've learned over many years of always being in a a management role for over a decade, is you can have acquaintances. You can have common ground. But everybody you're working with has to understand that you're not their friend we're here to do a job. And if you're not doing your job, it's my job to hold you accountable for not doing yours. And that's just the way it is. So, for any of you out there that are in companies and you're just you're making it through and all of a sudden you're like, "I can do that management job." And look at that, it's open. I'm going to go for it. Just remember, that's a great Way to start stepping up the ladder. It's going to be a good move for you, probably financially. But if you've made friends along the way, that's going to be a really difficult position to put yourself in. Because you might think, oh, well, they're my friends. They're going to listen to me. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. That is not how it works. And I'm telling you this, just like I wish I could tell my 15-year-old nephew not to do stupid shit, but I'm telling you, over, a, over 30 years and over a decade in management, you make friends, they don't listen to you. They're not going to listen. They're going to give you more pushback than per se the person you didn't make friends with. Because the, friend, the person that you didn't make friends with will always see you as a manager. You know, you were always say, oh, do this, do this, do this, do this. But you weren't talking to that person outside of work. Well, that person only knows that dynamic. Where when you have friends, now you're out of work, you're hanging out, they know a little bit about you behind the scenes. Well, that's fuel. Well, what do you mean you're going to tell me? Dude, we were just out there doing this. Now you're going to sit here and bark at me because I'm not doing What the heck, dude? Aren't we hanging out tonight and going to see that movie? Why are you trying to piss me off? So just try, try to not make friends when you're at work. I know it sounds crazy. I I mean, I found my wife at work. I have a lot of acquaintances. I have very, very, mm, I have one friend, one friend that I got from a job that's it. Over 30 years, there's one person that I speak to and can call a friend that I met at a job. But even at that job, I was on his level, right? And when I became a a manager in that place, he wasn't my employee. So we never had to have that dynamic. So if you don't have to have that dynamic, it can be different. But again, just food for thought. If you're ever trying to, um, become more in a company, uh, making friends will probably be the worst decision you could ever make. Um, honestly, um, let's see, uh, let's see. Uh, you know, I, I also found it funny that, um, we were talking about uh, AA and uh, stuff like that and, uh, you know, falling off the wagon. And and I found it interesting how I forgot that when I went into the MOP program, and I don't know if you know what the MOP program is, it's a multiple offenders program. And in this program, you have to go away for seven days and live with people. And you have to shower with them, you sleep with Uh, in separate beds, but you sleep in, uh, uh, men's side and there's women, women's side. I, I, whatever I'm generalizing because that's the way my brain works, but you would, you would be separated, but we would turn like we were all there for drinking for the most part. I think there might've been one person that was there for narcotics, but for the most part, part, it was uh, a drinking program and we all smoked cigarettes at the time. There was no vaping, um, but they would turn, our drinking habit into a coffee habit. And, you know, I don't find this to be a bad thing, right? Let's just say, as of right now, you're in the middle of your resolution, right? You're trying to give up drinking. You're trying to give up smoking. But now, you picked up... I tell everybody, if you want to give up drinking, pick up sugar. I know, I know, sugar is horrible for you. But guess what? Alcohol is sugar, You eat a shit ton of sugar. It overwhelms the body with what it's looking for. And then it thinks that it's satisfied. Um, For me, it was sugar. It was coffee. It was cigarettes. um, And that was during the MOP program. We would have so much candy and all the coffee we could drink. All the coffee we could drink. Um, But I'm not against um, going from something that ruins your life, right, because alcohol ruins people's lives when you're an addict like myself, to going to sugar, or coffee, cigarettes, or d- d- vaping, powder, whatever, whatever. But those things do not ruin your life in the same sense. Now, do they ruin your health? Will they ruin your body over a long period of time? A thousand percent. Candy, sugar, horrible for you. Cigarettes, horrible for you. Coffee, my number one love. My number one love. That is an addiction I will never get rid of. But all of these things I had to use as tools to help keep me away from alcohol. Now, obviously, I've done it multiple times. This is the first time it's stuck. It's also the first time that I chose to do it on my own. All of those pieces have to come together in order for this to happen. Um, But unfortunately, um, somebody I know kind of fell off. And they were looking for a way back. And they were looking for something different um, than what they were doing before. And I was like, this is what I've done. I don't think it's a negative thing even though they are negative things in general but this is what helped me you ha- you like i said you cannot just expect to take a habit or an addiction and just throw it away and not have it come knocking on the door or have it bat- blow the door out and come into the house you know what i mean like you have to change your life. You have to change your schedule. You have to change your habits. You have to change the way you do things. And if you don't do any of that, that addiction or old bad habit is going to come smashing through that door. And it's going to be like, Hey, what's happening? And you may or may not give into it. Unfortunately, this person gave into it. And hopefully the advice that I could give, which is the only thing that I know, helps. And that's why I'm bringing it to everybody here. So I just hope that whatever you're trying to do this year, you're doing it. I hope you're doing it. I hope you're doing it however works for you. And if you were struggling with it up until this point, I hope this tidbit of information can help you bring it further. All right. I want to see everybody reach their goals. I want to see everybody accomplish their resolutions. I don't think just because I do goals and not resolutions that what I do is better. I just know that this is what works for me. But I also know of a few people that haven't even made it seven, eight, nine, what is it? 12 days and they've already fallen off, right? That percentage that doesn't make it. And it's because they didn't change what they were doing from their day to day. If you don't change your day-to-day, it's going to be really hard to say goodbye to those old habits or addictions. It's going to be really hard. It's not going to happen. So get prepared and get to work, all right? Get to work. And if you need to, replace alcohol with sugar, you know? Replace cigarettes with vaping. And then eventually, you'll be able to work on everything else. You know, I used to tell people this all the time with vaping. Just because you got off of cigarettes, you got on vaping two days ago, doesn't mean you come in here a week later and you're like, I want zero nicotine. No. No. Walk yourself off the nicotine, get into pouches, get off of the vaping, and then 86 your nicotine. God damn it, people. I'm telling you. Take everything slowly. Stop trying to rush it. And that's what this person did. Rush, rush, rush. I can get to that finish line in a week. Why? You've had this addiction for fucking five years. Six years. Calm down, everybody. And just take your time let's take a quick break from me rambling on and on and on so i can tell you all about my sponsor slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com that's right slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com you're not sure how to spell it it's right here at the bottom of the screen or you can click the link in the description below the video that's right go there click that link it's going to lead you right to the website where you're going to be able to find all the coolest best uh, most colorful tattoo inspired clothing you've ever seen. That's right. They have more than just t shirts. They've got sweatshirts. They got sweatpants. They have towels. They have board shorts. They have hats. They have beanies. They have neck gaiters. And I know the neck gaiter not going to do anything for you, but it will. When you're snow blowing and that snow's blowing back in your face, a neck gaiter would come real handy. Uh, to keep that snow out of your mouth. So they do have more than one purpose. Um, but they have so much more to choose from. Uh, the, 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 the list goes on and on and on. All of these prints are tattoo inspired. Which makes them the coolest. I love new school art. I love tattoos. And what better way to get some. Than to just wear it on a t-shirt or a hat. Right? All the embroidering is high quality. The cotton lasts Wash after wash, and so do the prints. And all of these products are available right here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. If you're not sure how to spell it, it's right here at the bottom of the screen. Or you can click the link in the description below the video. And of course, before you check out, put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R and get an extra 10% off that purchase today. All right, so I got at least 20 minutes left. Let's get into some Topher's topics. My first topic of the day. There's going to be some that I'm going to have uh, some clips for and some that I don't. But um, uh, Jeremy Renner, right? Hawkeye. I just want to know. I, I feel so bad for the guy. Um, I really do. I, 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 but what is he doing plowing, right? that's my question why why are famous people doing stupid shit if you if you've already got money and you you're making millions and you 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 do I, I maybe you wanted to help the community but i I feel like that's so stupid why why are you doing anything you know what I mean like why do famous people feel like they have to you know tell you to support the ukraine war right or why does a famous person um the only way that anybody listens to anybody, you know, like, uh, uh, what's his name? uh, Tom Hanks' son. Chet Hanks. uh, You know, he's telling everybody the same stuff I'm saying, but because, you know, he's famous and Tom Hanks is his dad, well, everybody listens to him. You know, people are like, oh, you, and you're giving some great advice. I fucking said the same thing. I've been saying the same thing for over two years. No one's even... Really heard me, except for, you know, my subscribers who who I greatly appreciate. But why is he out there plowing? Who is he helping? Was he just doing his own thing? I didn't look into this article. I've only heard about it a couple times now on podcasts in general. But I was like, "Isn't it so stupid of him to be out there doing that?" Now, I don't even know if his leg was savable, um, what his recovery is going to be like, I guess he lost a ton of blood, um, and, and hopefully everything's okay, I hope everything's okay, I hope his recovery's good, I hope he doesn't lose his leg, I mean, we do have amazing, um, you know, prosthetics, that's the word I'm looking for, uh, today, um, but who the fuck wants a fake leg, right, do you really want a blade? I think that's what they're called. Um, but I I was just thinking to myself, it's so silly for you to be out there plowing, you know, just for the good of, uh, of the neighborhood or something like, I mean, was it really good? And what were you doing behind that truck? It just seems so silly to me. And I'm trying to make a joke out of this, but I suck at that. So I'm just like, I always sound serious. I think in my head, I sound very serious. So I don't know if you're portraying me the same way that I'm hearing myself right now, but I'm just like, I just thought it was really, really silly and it would just be probably a very good idea for all these famous people to just stick to the profession and stop trying to be more than you are. Like, just because you're famous doesn't mean I want to listen to your opinion. Um, I don't mind watching you on TV, but I don't need you telling me how to vote or who to support, and you know, I would rather not see these people getting hurt because they want to feel like normal people again. Well, if you want to be a normal person, then you wouldn't be famous. <laughs> right? So my I feel I feel I hope he recovers well. Um I just think that what he chose to do. For whatever reason he was choosing to do it um was just really a poor decision. I really do. I really do think it was a poor decision. All right, and let's see next one uh Dana White, what the fuck? what the fuck? why? And you know there's been a there's a I think it was a football player, no boxer boxer who is wife, right? and he's on trial or something right now, or they're going through it. Um and Dana gets caught, you know, and everybody's like, "Well, well, it was public, so should he should he have to answer for that?" And it's it, well, it was private. Um, should he have to answer for that? And it was like, "Yeah, he did it in public. You can't go around just as a famous person." Again, here we go again. Famous people, right? Everybody wants to see what they're doing. You don't think being out in public, uh, uh, uh like. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Negate you from anything? Like, what you, what, no one's allowed to film you? You're in public. Anybody's allowed to film you. Anybody's allowed to freaking do whatever they want. So, of course, if they see Dana White at a nightclub, they're going to pull out the phone. They're going to take some video. Now, I don't have the video. I think by now everybody's seen the video. But... Then they were supposed to, we were waiting to hear from Disney. We haven't heard nothing from Disney. We haven't heard anything from ESPN. And then to top it all off, they only push back the power slap. Whatever the, I don't know. It, I think it's called power slap, which is so fucking stupid. Who the hell is going to watch this stupid show? It's like those fucking power arm wrestlers. Who's watching this garbage? I mean, it literally is garbage. It's so stupid, and so, I mean, there is, there's also, wasn't there, like, people who slapped each other again, too? It was, like, open hand, and they could wind back as hard as they could. I mean, this is just fucking idiotic stupidity. But they pushed it back a week. And when I heard that, I went, wait a minute. We're getting nothing from ESPN. We're getting nothing from Disney. And now you're telling me that this power slap TV show thing Is going to be pushed back only a week. So, are you basically saying that this was a promotional thing? Because that's what it seems like to me now. I'm like, oh, well, this was all promotion then. She must have been in on it. Even though it looks like, you know, she hit him first, which I find completely unacceptable. Right? That's unacceptable. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're not allowed to hit anybody, it doesn't matter. You don't get a pass because you're uh whatever. You don't get a pass because you feel like you should. So even though I feel like they both handled this terribly, absolutely terrible, doesn't give him a right to retaliate, but it didn't give her the right to do it in the first place. So they're both in the wrong. But then he slapped, like, twice, if you notice in the video. And then it looked like he kicked her. And I'm like, well, that's excessive. But it's a good ad, right? Because if the slapping is going to be anything like that on the show, people will probably watch. And since we're not getting any negative feedback from any of the companies that are involved with him now, or involved with the UFC, where there's power slap, well, then obviously it was promotional, right? figure to get more people hyped up for for a stupid show. I don't know. I just fucking I was I was I was angry because I'm like what what is going on? It, this is the world that we don't want to live in anymore, right? Everybody's complaining about this world. Women don't get equal rights. This is ridiculous, blah blah blah. Well, you slapped him, he slapped you. I guess that's pretty equal, but the second slap and then the kick. That I could see, it looked like he, I, I, it looked like he was kicking her. He tried to, or maybe he did once. But this is crazy talk. This is insane. And why? I don't want him deplatformed. I don't want him taken off of anything. I don't want him fired. I think all of this cancel culture bullshit is too far. Right? That's too extreme and ridiculous and not needed, not necessary. But you're still going to let the power slap come out. And we're not going to talk about this at all. I I just think that that's wrong. I think that's all wrong. So you should be given the chance and the opportunity. And I do believe there was an apology like right after the fact before TMZ uh, released the video. I believe there was like a warning call to Dana... And then Dana and his wife got on and there was like an apology immediately after. And does that make it any better? Does it? I've gotten very mad at my wife. I've gotten very mad at many girlfriends in my life. Never found it necessary to hit a woman. Never. Why? Because we're stronger than women. It's just genetics. You can't argue this fact. My bone structure is denser. It's bigger, even though I'm a little guy. But that's the way this works. It's 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 not fair. Yeah, no shit. This isn't fair. But guess what else isn't fair? Letting him just, meh. Just leaving this in the in the wind. Nobody saying uh, anything at all. And it's like we we need to hold people accountable. Because if you don't hold them accountable and then it happens with somebody else, you can't choose to hold them accountable now, right? You can't, you can't p- pick which one you feel is uh, more significant to hold accountable. That's you can't do that. So, you know, like John Jones, like, uh, a, a, God, I'm I. I don't want to say the name because I I think it's a boxer though, and I don't want to say the name in case I get it wrong. But you can't go after one and not go after the other. You have to go after them all equally. And if you're out there hitting women, you are the biggest piece of shit on this piece of plant on this planet. And I just hope you get what's coming to you because you are worthless to me. You're a fucking teeny tiny dicked man or woman, or whatever, at this point in time. I, I. You all have made it so hard to just say words. It's just so hard. It's like, I don't know what I'm fucking supposed to say anymore. But I don't. if you are a man hitting a woman, you are the biggest piece of shit on this planet, period. Period. I have no respect for you. Why are you hitting women? Why? You're, you disgust me. I'm not a feminist, but, I mean, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to hit a woman. It's not the same thing. You can't do it. Right? So, I don't know. I've been, I've been very mad. I've gotten very irritated and just never in my life ever gotten to the point where that was necessary. And... I don't care if drinking's involved. I don't care if it was a one-time event. I do not give a shit. You need to learn to control yourself. Are you going to tell me because, like, uh, it's like somebody who, I don't know, slips somebody a fucking thing in their drink and then rapes them. Well, I only did it once. Motherfucker, keep it in your pants. What is wrong with you? Or how about the guy on the subway masturbating in front of everybody? What is wrong with you? Or how about, or how about the guy that, you know, can't get, can't get with a girl, so they get so upset that they go and shoot her? What the fuck, people? All right, hey, keep it in your pants and find out how to get your anger in check because all of these actions are completely and absolutely unacceptable today. They're unacceptable, and it's not necessary. And as far as I'm concerned, Dana White should be held to some type of, uh, tear. I don't know what the fucking word is. I'm losing my words, but he should be held up. He should be reprimanded. Maybe take a couple weeks off, you know, maybe power slap doesn't happen, but to just postpone, say nothing. What are you going to do when the next person does it? You're going to go, you can't go in hard on them. You can't. We need to make an example out of everybody so that everybody understands you can't do this shit. And if you don't already know you shouldn't be doing this, then you're just a piece of shit in general. Uh, Let's see. The bills. All right. I guess, um, I don't know. I don't know names worth shit. I didn't pull up the article. I just wanted to touch on it briefly. The guy that had a cardiac arrest during the Bills game, which they now have canceled the Bills game, um, by now we have more information, he also is talking, breathing, and just released his first statement, which I think is completely unnecessary, I mean, the guy's in the hospital recovering from a cardiac arrest, just woke up, and, and you've already got him talking on camera, why can't we wait people, that's like, getting into the ring and trying to get somebody their story after they've been knocked out. What the fuck are we doing? Give him a moment, let him breathe. But anyways, um, I still think he's going to have some trouble. I hope he recovers a hundred percent. But are we not going to ask the question of whether or not could this be vaccine related? I don't know if he was vaccinated or not, but I'm under the assumption right now that every Almost every football player at the time had to get vaccinated in order to play. I don't understand this at all. I do not understand. I don't understand the mandates. I don't understand people bringing a mask back today. Like after Christmas vacation, all the kids in Massachusetts or Connecticut, I think it was, had to start masking up again. I don't understand any of you wearing a mask. It doesn't make any sense. I still see people outside wearing masks. You are all fucking retarded. You're all retarded. Do you understand the simple fact that the reason we are in the spot that we are in today all these people getting sick all these kids getting sicker all the fact the fact that everybody going to school and mingling and going to thanksgiving and christmas and all these family gatherings you're all getting sick because because the government locked us down because the government in, it, it put all these mandates in place that mean nothing they're not real it wasn't supposed to be 6 feet it was supposed to be 60 feet in between each person but because that wasn't doable and they didn't like three feet they just went with six there's actually no science behind that at all it was literally that it was well we can't do three it's supposed to be 60 we can't we'll just do six that should be enough distance the masks unless you are wearing an n95 mask and you have a shaven face it isn't doing anything for you you're literally making it worse That's right, when you breathe into the mask, it now separates and it turns into aerosol. So you go from being able to spread it up to maybe three, four feet to spreading it up to 12 feet because you're turning it into an aerosol by wearing that piece of paper piece of shit. If you're still wearing a bandana, well, I mean, it's fine. I guess all of this is fine. Whatever makes you feel safe is, I I guess, what I'm supposed to say. I'm also supposed to say that these vaccines, according to the FDC, are safe and they're reliable. And as you can tell in my sarcasm, I may or may not believe this, but none of this helps. We are watching people die of heart attacks. Did you know? that over the last, I think, 30 years, there was like 600-plus cardiac arrests or heart attacks in uh, 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 athletes. In the last year and a half alone, we've had 1,600. You tell me what the difference is. Is it the vaccines? Hmm? You think? I think so. I'm worried about it. I got the most potent one. They call it the hot one, the Moderna, giving everybody heart attacks. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, vaccine mandates, mass mandates, lockdowns, none of that stuff helped us. It all hurt us. This is why everybody's getting sick. We're going to have to go through this for at least two years, right? Because once we start getting back into that normal cycle where kids go to school no matter what, people go to work no matter what, we're just here, we have to breathe, there's no stopping any type of, um, there's no way to stop these viruses because they're airborne, right? We all have to breathe air. That's common sense. So you can't stop it. You can't slow it down. So why do we keep trying? This is why we are all getting sick. And you know what? I'm only speaking, I, I, I might be speaking a little bit out of term because I haven't gotten sick. I haven't even gotten COVID yet. Nope, still haven't gotten it. So as far as I'm concerned, it's still a fairy tale in my world. My wife got it. My sister got it. People have gotten it, right? Brother-in-law, whatever. So I know it's real. But it was designed to kill us. It was designed to wipe us out. And why do you think China is going to have 1 million plus people die? Because they literally lock them up. Like literally. It could have been so much worse for us if we lived there. They were were barricading people into their apartments. People were committing suicide because they couldn't get outside. I don't want to live in that world. And I don't want to live in this world anymore either because I want people to understand that you are going to get sick. This is going to happen. You don't need to pinpoint how you got sick. You don't need to tell people that you're sick. I want to live back in that world because I don't feel that it's necessary that anybody knows whether or not you're sick. We walked around every day with people that had the flu, never had a problem before. Never even a thought in your mind were you worried if somebody had the flu, right? you just another normal day. That was three years ago. Shit. Two, one. Oh, my God. Four years ago now. Right? 2019. We didn't worry about anybody with the flu. So why are we so worried today? Why? I'll tell you why. Because they did this to us. They caused this. And you know what else? That, that, and this is another reason I brought this up was because of the simple fact that this happened this morning. And I'm not saying that it is. Maybe she wasn't vaccinated. I don't know. But this girl here is um, Victoria Lee. She is now dead at 18 years of age. Um. obviously it just happened and they're going to be telling us exactly what happened January 22nd it has not been made public but I'm telling you right now that if we do not realize that these vaccines are experimental they don't owe us anything if we get sick and we die they are literally just trying shit out That's why I haven't gotten boosted. That's why I haven't gotten anything. Because I do not think that this is good for any of us. I think this is horrible. And I do believe that all of this is happening because of everything that I just mentioned, including the vaccines. So all mandates need to stop. And we need to stand up for ourselves. And we need to fight back. And we need to Go back to where we were. I understand there's people that are broken. I understand people have died. I understand all kinds of things. I get it. I get it. But if we don't do something now, it's just going to keep getting worse. Stop injecting your children. If you're pregnant, do not take the vaccination. Stop. Don't listen to these fucking idiots on CNN, NNBC, anywhere. I'm not saying to listen to me either. Do your due diligence. Do your research. Look at the science. Look at the facts. Listen to doctors. Actual doctors. This shit is bad. And it's only going to get worse. But if you don't think that these people dropping dead, these athletes dropping dead, these comedians, everybody just dropping Some of them lived, some of them died, right? If you don't think that this is vaccine related, well, I'm sorry. I think you're wrong. Uh, Let's see, my next one. This is absolutely insane. Um, I'm going to play the video so that you don't have to listen to me for a moment.
1: Tonight, after a dramatic rescue, a stunning turn. Police say the man who drove a Tesla with his family off a 250-foot cliff near San Francisco did it on purpose. Darmesh Patel, a radiology doctor, is now charged with attempted murder and child abuse. His wife and two children, ages 7 and 4, were in the car with him. Incredibly, all four of them survived.
2: We had four survivors in a collision where there shouldn't have been any survivors. I mean, it is truly a miracle that they're alive.
1: The area, known as Devil's Slide, is known for its scenic views and steep drop. Eyewitnesses frantically called 911. I could see in my rearview mirror just the car being, you know, straight like this, and then all of a sudden just disappeared down. Rescuers rappelling down the cliff saved the two children first. Then a helicopter crew hoisted the two adults from the mangled vehicle, which had landed on its tires.
0: The damage to the vehicle would indicate that it hit and then flipped sometimes. Landed mostly on its wheels.
1: The family was rushed to the hospital. Neighbors near their home in Pasadena are shocked.
0: I have a loss of words right now, so I hope that uh, they'll be okay.
1: Police say the driver will be booked into the county jail after he's released from the hospital. Investigators have not said why he may have done it.
0: Isn't that insane? I I heard this right, and I read this article, and I was blown away. One, I was really shocked on. I guess all the safety protocol they have in a Tesla, right? Because all of them lived, all of them, which is insane, insane to fall that far and not be dead or to not have the car explode. Are you not the luckiest people alive, right? That those batteries didn't break open and, and cause the combustion that a battery would when it breaks open and catch on fire. Um, so I give it up to Tesla. I'm not sure how it's possible that the batteries didn't break, and I'm not sure how these people lived. But obviously, the safety protocols in the Tesla must be tip-top because that is wild. Now, here's the funnier thing I was thinking about. What is that conversation going to be like with his wife? Now, I get it. He's, gonna, he's, pro, he's under arrest. He, he attempted murder, all this shit, right? But what is that conversation going to be like? What is it going to be like when his two kids and wife are sitting there in court and he's sitting there going, fuck, fuck, what did I do? What did I just do? You know? I mean, he thought it was over. Whatever was going on, I hope it was so fucking bad that it was worth this. Because now you've traumatized your kids. You've traumatized your wife. And those are not your kids. And that's not your wife anymore. Right? I mean, hopefully this wasn't an abusive situation and the wife goes back to them. Hopefully they all separate from this psychopath who... Felt the need to take his own life, but then was like, I'm just gonna take everybody's life because if I don't want to live, they can't live. So, as far as I'm concerned, this guy should probably just, you know, rot in jail for the rest of his life. Um, because that's gonna cause him to suffer the most. And when you do something as horrible as this, you should suffer. You should. A thousand percent. But man, what a wild story to hear about. And Hey, Tesla, killing it, right? Great safety protocols, I guess. But this one, that one blew my mind. I was like, holy shit. I didn't even think it was possible. So everybody knows how I feel about resolutions at this point. What the hell is this? Okay, right. I got two dogs. They don't leave the house unless they're going to the vet. Or we take them for a walk. I don't have to take them anywhere. They don't go on planes. They don't go in trains. And they barely go in the automobiles. For all the people out there. That have. Therapeutic dogs. Cats. Snakes. I've even heard of people having chickens. I don't understand you. I I I feel you. I get it. We've all got our things we're working on. And. Having an animal helping you? Perfect. Great. That is not the end-all be-all, right? I get it. When a dog gets sick, it's very sad. But sometimes, is, is it really worth breaking the bank to save that dog when you know there's millions of other dogs that need to be rescued or could be adopted? I'm on the same playing field right now. I just said all the other stuff before him, but I had a scare New Year's Eve where I didn't think Archer was going to make it. I was really worried. I was really sad. But then he turned around, and now he's fine again. It could have been a sign showing me that th- something is going to happen. But you know what I didn't do? I didn't rush him to the ER. I didn't. All I did was give him a little bit of peanut butter, He woke up, and I took care of him. But my dogs do not have New Year's resolutions. My dogs eh, do not need goals, okay? They're dogs. I have a pedometer on them so I can see how much exercise they're getting, see if they're licking too much or maybe scratching too much, So I get a good indication of whether or not they have dry skin, or maybe an ear infection, or maybe they need a little bit more exercise, or something like that. They do need those things, right? But why are there five? Not not even just saying, "Hey, you know, New Year's resolution for your dog or cat." There's five of them, right? And then they show a a picture of a freaking dog. And a goddamn, I think this is the uh, CAT scan or maybe it's the, um, what's the other one? A boom, 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 MRI, right? I am so sorry to say this to all of you, but I do not believe any animal is worth this. I don't. I think we've all gone insane. We're trying to make our animals live and act like we do. They're not human. They never will be human. They are fucking animals, everybody. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my dogs. I love them. They're amazing. They bring me so much happiness and joy, and they really helped when we were all locked down and dealing with this fucking bullshit that we're still dealing with uh, uh, it. just won't go away, right? I feel like all the mandates and everything else that's going on is like a fucking cancer, Just won't go away. No matter how much chemotherapy you put it through. But. I'm going to play this short video. Because I want to know. What the five New Year's resolutions. For your dog or cats are. Let's check this shit out. This is so fucking
1: stupid.
2: Probably the the most fundamental question. I think most people want to know. About their dogs is. Does my dog love me? That's why. I got into this. That's Dr. Gregory S. Birds. He's led a team at Emory University for over 10 years that's been scanning dogs' brains with MRIs to answer questions just like that one. They figured out, after much trial and error, how to train dogs to sit in fMRI machines for sometimes up to 30 minutes, completely unrestrained. In fact, nobody thought this would work at all. You can't move even a millimeter or else it ruins the data. So do our dogs love us? More on that later. For their latest study, they really wanted to get into the dog's brain and their mind to understand how they see the world. So, they got two of their stars, and former shelter dogs, named Daisy and Bobau. He's kind of tan, he's got a black muzzle. To watch three videos about things dogs like. Balls, grass, other dogs, all the while sitting in the fMRI machine. Videos that we thought would be interesting to dogs. You know, filming from a dog's point of view. Why would dogs care about what humans watch on TV? And from the fMRI scans, they they decode patterns. So what did they learn about how dogs see? What we're finding is that their brains seem more attuned to the actions and movement in the environment themselves rather than who's doing it. Dr. Burns thinks this may have to do with how dogs' eyes differ from ours. We know for one, they only see in shades of blue and yellow. Plus, our eyes are really good at honing in on a single object in great detail. On the other hand, dog's vision is much wider, attuned to movement. Which corresponds actually to the horizon, to track prey. And so I think it actually helps pet owners to understand what their pets are perceiving and how they see the world. Take a ball, for example. Humans might kind of immediately imagine a ball like a baseball, but a dog actually might be thinking about not the object itself, but what he's going to do with it. Now, back to the question. Are our dogs looking at us with love or for what they associate us with? One question you might pose about that is, does a dog uh, behave the way they do around us because they know we're going to feed them? And it's all really about the food. And so we offered them uh, the prospect of getting a food treat or just a simple praise. And what we found was three quarters of them had equal responses to both food and praise. And about a quarter of them had a greater response to the praise than food. And so what that tells me is that it's not all about the food. That at some basic level, they're very social creatures, just like we are, and that is intrinsically rewarding to them, just like it is to us. And if you wanna call that love, I think that's a perfectly appropriate description.
0: Well, there you got it, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I don't know. I think this is too much. Do we really need to know whether or not our animals love us? I think my dogs show it to me every fucking morning when they're running at my feet, asking me to let them out, asking me to feed them, jumping at the fridge, feed me, feed me, feed me. And then when that's all over and done, and I've fed them and I've taken care of them, I sit down on the couch and then they jump up on my lap, they give me a kiss, and they just lay there. I think I already know they love me, right? So I don't think any of this is very necessary, but if you've got the money to burn, Go right ahead. My thought is, like I was thinking when I thought Archer was having a moment, it's going to be a sad day when it comes. I'm going to be very upset. I'm not going to lie to you. But I'm not going to go get massive surgeries done to save an 11-year-old dog. He had a great life. We took very good care of him. And he's shown us nothing but love. So because of that, I'm just going to get a new one. Because that's what we do. They don't live 60, 70, 80 years. Dogs, 8 to 22 years, I think, is the longest I've ever heard of a dog living, was 22 years. And that's good. We're meant to have multiple animals. And as for cloning them, again, if you got the money to burn, I guess. But do I really want to replace Archer with Archer? I already dealt with him. He has his ups, he had his downs. I think I'd want something new. And real quick off of this, just remember, when you pay a lot of money for purebred, you're paying a lot of money for an animal that's inbred. So just think about that next time you're getting a full-bred dog. That's an inbred dog. They are the ones that have more problems than any other dog. I suggest saving your money, getting a mutt, adopting a mutt. Because at the end of the day, mixing is always stronger than staying with the same bloodline. And let's see the last one of the day. The last one. Here we go. This was so cool. Homes on Lake Erie after that uh, blizzard that came through um, were encased in ice from the frigid waves on shore. I just saw this and I was like, this is wild to see. So I wanted to share it all with you. So, this is December 25th, 2022. A prolonged winter storm has hit much of the U.S. It was a giant. It was was a pretty bad storm for a lot of people. Wow. We did not get that here. Look at that. Storm brought heavy snowfall, dangerous low temperatures, and widespread power outages. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. We had a lot of power outages around here, too, from the wind. But look at this. Look at that, they're encased. That's a deck. Look at those ice sickles. I bet you that's so sharp. The uh, the Buffalo, New York area has recorded more than 40 inches of snow since December 23rd. That's a lot of I'm snow. I'm a lifelong
1: buffalonian. That. I've Woo! lived through every, crazy. every main blizzard of the last 60 years. And for a city with the reputation for epic snowstorms, this is the worst of the worst.
0: It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. But isn't that crazy to see? I thought it was really cool. I mean, it's really uh, not that cool, but, I mean, it's very, um, it's very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I thought it was just, I mean, it's crazy to see. It's crazy to see a house encased in ice, a house with the icicles like that, and, um, I mean, it must have taken days, you know, before... They got to see their deck again or because you don't want to go out there and chip that stuff off either. You want that to melt away freely Um, because you got to remember it's ice. And if you try to break it off, you could actually break whatever it's encased in. So you'd have to let that melt off your house. So I just I was thinking about how it would leak or or uh, how. The, the snow gets under or something and then when it freezes it expands it so i mean i wonder how many windows or siding um was damaged from that but you know i kind of wanted to end on uh one of those notes where uh you know the the Weather is just so amazing, and I think no matter how much we try to understand our weather, we're always going to be questioning the weather and why these things are happening. And since we don't know uh, why all of this is happening or why we are warmer now than we have been or why these things are exploding, like volcanoes are exploding, or we're getting uh, earthquakes in certain areas. Like, I think we just want to blame ourselves because we don't have enough understanding of um, what has happened in the past, and we're so set in our ways on, you know, saying that we're only X amount of years old, um, we're not willing to accept the fact that we could be older than we think we are where, you know, all of this has already happened once, twice, three times before. So I just think it was really wild if you were in that, if you were there. Um, I hope everything is better. I hope you got your power back. Um, I know a lot of people, I think uh, I think by the end of December, we were down to about 40,000 people needing to get their power back after that happened. Um, so I think everybody's recouped now. Um, being the 12th of January so but yeah that's the podcast today uh, I wanted to fit in Topher's topics I am running extremely late so I'm gonna get on out of here but not without saying thank you as always thank you so much everybody I greatly appreciate all my subscribers new and old um, if you're swinging by again hit that subscribe button it's free for you to do so please be doing that um, and of course, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, T A L K I M Withofer at gmail.com, send your emails. And if you want to follow me, click the Link Tree link. It's in the description below the video. Um, it's the easiest way to do, to check out everything TWT. Um, so with that all being said, I hope you have an amazing rest of your Thursday. Enjoy your weekend, and I will talk to you later.